0: This is Nurse Scuser News for the week of April 29th, 2019, and I'm your host, Rebecca Hartman-Baker. Today's guest is Kevin Gott. Kevin is an application performance specialist in the application performance group. In high school, after his first stint with coding, Kevin decided that he wanted a career that had nothing to do with computers. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hi! Okay, so Kevin, today's topic is the community GPU hackathon that will be hosted by NERSC in July. So let's start off with the burning question of what is a community GPU hackathon? I mean, to me, it sounds like something that stinky guys who live in their mom's basement do, and that I might not be welcome.
1: Yeah, hackathon has that sort of implication, doesn't it? But they can come if they want. That's fine. So this hackathon focuses on GPUs. And so what we're going to be doing is taking codes that run here at NERSC or maybe some that run other, at other DOE labs and help them run better on GPUs or even port them to GPUs to begin with. How it generally is going to work is a code team will submit an application telling us all the things that they need in their code. And if they're selected, we'll find experts and mentors and people who fit really well to help them with those types of problems and put them and their whole team in the same room and give them a five-day extensive, get your code up to absolute par, best you possibly can make it environment in order to tackle everything that they need to make the code better.
0: Okay, so so what actually happens at a hackathon?
1: So beforehand, you have developed a very good plan for what you want in your code, what you wanna tackle and how you wanna tackle it. So at the hackathon, the idea is to be as collaborative as possible, both with within your team, with other mentors, with other teams, and with other teams themselves. So the idea is to put everybody in the same room with, who has similar problems and similar issues and just maximize the amount of things that you can possibly fix in a period of time. Maximize the amount that you learn and can take home to your, your team the next time to make your code better more consistently and to take all the things that NERSC learns from all of its application testing, from its performance analysis, from its toolkit and allow you to actually understand them one on one or one on a group with the people involved and be able to handle that well as you go down and continue to work on your code.
0: Okay, so in the past have, have people had success with this?
1: Oh, almost all codes that come to a hackathon have some sort of improvement. And the ones that don't usually walk away with a very good plan for how to fix the codes and make it better. I don't think I've ever seen a code go to one of these hackathons and not walk away without some type of improvement. Either you've cut your memory down so you can run a bigger problem, or you've got your performance up and you can run your code faster. It's usually, almost always, whatever their figure of merit is for their code, it goes up when they walk away from a hackathon.
0: Okay, well so this sounds really great and I'm now totally sold. So what do I need to do in order to attend?
1: Uh, So to attend, right now there is an open team proposal application. You can find the website at NERSC's training website and it's the second option down right now entitled July 2019 GPU Hackathon. And that'll give you a website with the links and the description of everything that you need to do it and a link to OLCF's website, which has the team proposal page. So by May 15th, submit your proposal, and afterwards, we'll tell you if you're accepted, if you've made the cut or made the appropriate group that we think we can maximize the absolute best performance out of. And after that, you'll need to register your teams. That's all there is to it.
0: Okay, so you keep talking about teams. Mm -hmm. So what is a team?
1: So a team needs to be at least two people working on a code and at least one of them has to be a full-blown developer, as in they know whether you can rip apart any piece of the code. So five days, we don't know how long or how deep or how far down the trough of your code we're going to go. So we need to have someone there on hand to say, yeah, you can gut that, or no, if you gut that, the entire code's going to fail. need someone who has that sort of knowledge on site so we don't waste your five days here but otherwise it's anywhere from two to six, at least two. I had a question recently about whether we allow virtual attendees. Yep, as long as there's two people there, you can have a team of ten call in from another location, that's fine. I don't know how effective it will be having ten people you talk over, but if it's something you feel like you need to do, that's fine. But at least two, and at least two per code. If you have a code suite, you bring a couple of codes, you need at least two people per code, so all the codes that you're bringing along can be worked on simultaneously. But otherwise, just two people and someone who really knows the code well.
0: Okay, so I get my team together, I apply, Mm -hmm. and then uh, May 15th passes, and then what?
1: So after May 15th, within two weeks or so, most likely it will be a group of nurse people who review your applications and narrow down the teams to a nice 10 or 12 that will hopefully be the best collaborative possible group to get things done and you'll be notified within two weeks. And after that, there will be about two weeks for you to register while we also find the perfect mentors for the type of things that you need. And after those two weeks, that will be June 15th-ish, we will be having regular meetings with your team and your mentors to figure out what your code needs, where its hotspots are, where its performance issues lie, and come up with a really good plan for the hackathon to tackle the issues that you're dealing with.
0: Okay. so like, you don't go in blind. He, yeah, you don't want to go in blind. You don't want to go in blind. Yeah. So is there anything in particular that you're looking for in teams?
1: So for most teams, the main priorities that you're looking for are someone who really wants their code to get better, not someone who just wants to make things a little bit faster, but someone who really wants to see what their code can do. We also are looking for any people who are committed with a long-term code base, some little test code that you want to work on temporarily and get rid of after the one solution is done really isn't very helpful. For this particular hackathon, we're really focusing on ECP teams or teams that want to run on Perlmutter in the future. So if you are looking to run on Perlmutter, this is a great opportunity to get your code to start looking like what it would need to be to really maximize Perlmutter performance.
0: Okay. Is there a, a registration
1: fee? No. Everything is handled. We will handle food. We will handle, we have the venue set up. All you need is your flight and your hotel and your, um, well, some sort of laptop or some sort of way to get online. We don't have 100 laptops to hand out during the, the event.
0: Okay. So do we get access to any cool machines?
1: So if you don't have one available, we will have access to Ascent and Corey GPUs. If you have something else that you would like to use that would be useful for you in your study, for example Summit, a lot of people have access to Summit or Summit Dev or some subset of that, you can go ahead and use that as well. But all teams will have access to the Summit Training Cluster Ascent, as well as the Cori GPU Clusters.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that all sounds really great. All right, so Kevin, let's make sure that we have the deadline straight here. So, the team proposal is due on May 15th? May
1: 15th. It should be about two and a half weeks. Two and a half
0: weeks. Okay. And then you you all will have two weeks where you're deciding who's going to mm-hmm. be able to participate. And then they'll have two weeks to register. Yes.
1: To register your participants and exactly who's coming and what your code needs.
0: Okay. And then the hackathon itself is when? It's
1: July 15th through 19th.
0: Okay. All right. Hmm? Well, that all sounds really good. So shifting gears a little bit, Kevin, speaking of shifting gears, how did you go from wanting a career that had nothing to do with computers uh, to working at one of the world's largest supercomputing centers? Seems like a little change.
1: Well, maybe. Then again, my career's always taken sort of a weird path as far as I can tell. Uh, So, in high school, I took my first C, C++ class and I liked it, I was good at it, but I didn't like the thought of sitting in front of a computer all day. So I told myself after that that I was going to have to do something different. I was going to do something where I got out and, you know, roamed the countryside or fixed cars or I don't know, something like that. And so I went to college. I decided I was going to become a mechanical engineer. Sounds very, you know, physical and all that kind of stuff. So I went through the undergraduate degree and I focused on lab courses and doing all of those kinds of very detail-oriented but very hands-on approaches. Uh, undergraduate ended and I went into graduate school and I didn't have any funding. So I had absolutely no funding, I couldn't work in a lab. And so our project started to go towards the computational side because if there's a system open and they got free hours, they're happy to have people fill it up. So I started down the computational side and was hating it just because it was the computational side. Mm -hmm. So after a while on the computing side, turned out nobody really knew what they were doing. And no one was really exploring it in as much depth as they should. And so I started exploring new modeling methods and doing a bunch of things that no one else was doing, which was really turning heads a bit. And more than doing the experimental side, that actually solidified that I had a good place where I could do productive work and I could do amazing things. So probably after I got my master's was the time I was, I sort of, I was still hopeful that I wouldn't sit in front of a computer all day, but I saw the benefits of doing it. Where I could learn a lot more sitting in front of a computer with twenty dollars than I could with two thousand dollars at a major lab f- facility where you might be able to get one experiment but then you can what do you do after that How do you what do you compare it to you're already out of money so I found really the place where I could do something productive and so when I got out my skills were computational fluid dynamics and verified gas dynamics and well apparently nurse does a lot of mesh-based, fluid mechanics-based codes. So you guys scooped me up, and here I am.
0: Yeah, well, I'm glad it all worked out
1: that way. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Well, good. Good. And given the way everything's set up, I don't have to sit in front of a computer all day. I can take my little laptop and run up the hill and find a nice spot out in the sun and do some things from there.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so finishing up, uh, three things you want NERSC users to know.
1: Hmm, this sounds like a very leading question, but let's see what I can do. Um, So go to the GPU hackathon. If you have a code that you really wanna use GPUs on or looking to use Perlmutter effectively in the future, apply, Uh, make a good application telling us exactly what your plan for the future is and you'll be very, very, very good chance of getting in. To all the users out there, as I've just started consulting, let me tell you what you should do is always ask before you leap. If you really, really, really don't have any idea what you're doing, don't start digging around too deep and going crazy and doing something ridiculous. Don't be afraid to send a basic ticket in to ask something simple and save everybody a lot of heartache in the long haul. Or just sending an email to somebody that you know at NERSC or somebody that you know who uses the NERSC system. Don't be afraid to ask. It makes all of our lives a lot easier. And to all of those people out there who are using the NERSC system, keep doing cool science. Almost all of the time that I'm not spending working on computing, well, I'm looking up cool science things that you guys do. It's incredibly distracting, but that's what makes it so much fun. So keep doing all this cool science. Keep giving me a reason to keep coming into work and fixing all of your codes, knowing you're making incredibly cool things out of it.
0: Well, great. Those are three great things. Hmm. Thank you so much for joining me
1: today. Oh, why thank you.